0: All right, folks, we are here at the Culture Jack podcast. It's another midweek special. I'll be hosting today. My beautiful co-host needs no introduction. A man of many, a man of many names. Most are not socially acceptable. Dustin is in the house. Dustin is in a house. All right. Hello, Anthony. (laughs) Hello. Hello, friend.
1: We didn't script it. I didn't know when I was supposed to come in. You didn't like, there was no drum roll. You didn't turn flick light switches on and off. So I didn't know. I just interrupted. Excuse me. That's hard with the internet.
0: That it, that it is. It's, it's always, uh, it it is, you know, like when do you take that next step? But, uh, I guess we'll just start off this, uh, wonderful podcast, a a little bit more casual or less casual than most, I guess. How the hell are you, my friend? Welcome to 20 20- really good 21
1: It's 2021 That's hard to get used to. It's always hard to get used to a new year like in school back in like high school it's writing it and then if you're in a, a profession where you write a lot mm. uh, and you put the date on a lot of things you're always going to screw it up like on my sheets every day at work I always put the always put the year it's going to be a lot of 20s here in the next couple weeks that need to be 21s <laughs>
0: That's yeah, that's a big issue.
1: That's a big issue of the new year every year, not just the year after this messed up year, but
0: every year in general. The new year dilemma. Okay. Well, that sounds like a challenge, my friend. (laughs) That sounds like a challenge that you're going to have to face. Um, hardships, (laughs) very nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? What else is going on, man? Everything's going well. We're in 2021 now. Uh the podcast, I'm I'm excited to report we are well on our way to our 100th episode, which is exciting. We
1: are. We are. Did we just put out 90?
0: Yeah. 91 yes. maybe? Yeah. 90 plus uh some of the specials and stuff because we we do the count a little different for those, but Right. Uh, we we are well on our way, and I would imagine collectively, with with all of the all of the stuff that we're doing, we'll hit a hundred podcasts. What J, January, right? Uh, maybe if we February. Do,
1: if we do our numbered episodes Monday and Friday, like we've been doing, that's uh, that's eight. Ten. Yeah, the beat So ten. maybe in maybe early February, we'll early be fe- at one hundred. What are we going to do for our hundredth episode? What's going to be the, I don't know, event that we're going to do? What what happens in February? I don't even know.
0: I don't know either. But that's a that's a good question. And we maybe off off the podcast, we'll come up with something special for Big One Hundred. I mean, I oh, think- you
1: don't want to spend this entire podcast episode just brainstorming about what we should do <laughs> for another podcast, well, and then we- we'll come up with the idea that we should, in fact, spend that episode brainstorming for what we should do for another podcast and it will just kind of be a perpetual just a, perpetual, a workshop yeah we're workshop entirely and people can sit in on our internal creative process that never ends and we just keep going and that's all it is that's what that's the a, podcast is now
0: uh, you know as as you were describing that the a funny thought came to my mind and that is uh seeing us doing shit uh, like not on the podcast. So like I could be back there bouncing a ball off the wall thinking <laughs> you're, you're over there like doing calisthenics or something. Just
1: I got it. I got line. it. Or yeah. pacing. Pacing yeah. is really pacing. good for yeah. thinking and being
0: creative. Yep. That's it. We'll need to get a bit. I need to get a big clock in here that it'll zoom in on the time of the. T- just two hours. A second. Just in.
1: like, yeah, separate. We're not even talking to each other. And then we just, yep. after two hours, we just come back to the microphone and say, that was a g- good episode. And then.
0: Turn it no, off. What well, what we would do is, anytime one of us has an idea, you'll see him come from across the room, <laughs> go from across the room, Dustin. <laughs> oh shit, Dustin, dude, I got Dustin, a good one. Hold I on. got <laughs> it. I know, I got it. And we'll have—I mean, think about—we could have hours logged in the podcast of just brainstorming sessions, right?
1: But we'd have to we'd have to censor a lot of it too. We'd have to bleep out a lot of it because we don't want anyone to have our good ideas before we can deliver our good ideas. We'll so, just
0: blur. We're gonna well, blur. We like if it's do. drawn, if it's drawn yeah. or something, it's all blurred. Yep. Like now, while I describe, it's all blurred out. My uh, voice is bleeped out. That's a genius idea. I think we're onto something there.
1: It's not. It's terrible. No, we're no, it we're is. not it onto is. anything.
0: That it is. All right. So. <laughs> moving on folks, moving on. We're going to, we're going to come up with something here to talk about. Um, I did want to, I did want to play a little bit of a guessing game with you today that I'm making up as we go. Okay. I'm um, ready. I'm excited. I love games. Okay. Um, well, this game or this idea was stemmed from my feed on Facebook and you may have taken notice of this or maybe you haven't, I'm going to find out here <laughs> in a moment. Um, but essentially over the last several weeks, I noticed a uh like a little slider with public figures on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? So on Facebook you're scrolling down and then like you'll have like, you know, I don't know, so some public figure. Uh I haven't and then seen that. Oh, you haven't seen that before? Well, it's
1: well, it's, I mean, I've I've seen like, you know, uh especially with the election season just past like political ads those public figures, yeah, that, no, but they're like sponsored ads, like anything else. I haven't yeah, this, seen anything that sounds like what you're describing.
0: Yeah. It's not, it's not an ad. Maybe it's because like, I liked, uh, you know, uh, actors or, or whatever. And that's mm. essentially, it's like, cele- it, it really, it can be anybody, but today we're going to focus on predominantly TV show movie, uh, actors, comedians. Anyways, you can scroll through. And I think may- maybe it's because you, Do you follow any actors or, or celebrity? Okay. So maybe that's the reason why it popped up. I just thought it was interesting. I've been thinking about following Jack black though. That's, is that a, it it sounds like quite a commitment. (laughs) I've really been struggling with this. (laughs) Yeah.
1: the, The past few weeks I've been like, do I click that follow button? Is Jack Black really worth me paying attention to his every move on all of his posts on Facebook? I don't know. That is the world you get to decide, and I am as well.
0: (laughs) That is, yeah. It sounds it sounds like you you have uh, been working out some kind of plan with the family. On guys, I think today's the (laughs) 2021's here. I'm going to friend Jack. Get them all down, sat around (laughs) the table. Sit down, family. We've got a guys life decision to make.
1: Um, I think I thought this was important enough that we needed to discuss it as a family. I can't, I can't, in good conscience, make this decision on my own. And so I, I needed your opinions, your feedback on it before I went ahead and followed Jack Black on Facebook. No, I don't follow any celebrities <laughs> on Facebook.
0: Okay, so... Do you, anyone, who do you follow on Facebook? Uh, what celebrity-wise? What was yeah. that? Jack uh, Black? No, I don't follow Jack. Actually, yes, I do. Follow, I think I do follow Jack Black. Uh, I've got like some basic celebrities that, you know, like I think I follow Mark Wahlberg, in just a handful it wasn't actually it wasn't very many until that stupid scroller thing because it's like well you, you know what it's like when it recommends friends right you know what i'm yeah, talking about yeah it's, it's the like same you may it, know this person yeah it's the same exact thing except for it's just public figures mm, so like gotcha, gotcha. you know and over the last several weeks it's caught my attention because you know I'll, I'll look down and then there's you know james like I, that's how i ended up following james Hetfield, uh from Metallica. I'm like, oh shit, I like James Hetfield. I like Metallica. He's got some cool posts. And, uh, you know, you're just scrolling through and then you see, you know, a celebrity that you may want to follow. Um, Anyways, this is the game, my friend. Okay. This has caught my attention several times. And the thing that really caught my attention after seeing this, I don't know how many times over the last several weeks or months, is the followers That these celebrities have. So I took some screenshots and I'm not going to share them with you. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you the celebrity and you're going to
1: tell me. This is just a game for me. This isn't a game for us to play. You're putting me on the spot right I'm putting
0: you on the spot. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So I'm going to name the celebrity. And if you need help, tell me. And then you need to guess how big you think their, their following is. Okay. So the number. The number. Yep.
1: Okay. Can you give me one and, and the number Mm -hmm. so I can get like a baseline? Cause I, cause right now I like, I don't know where I would start. Okay. So, so give me one that you think would be a good baseline and then I can, I can measure their success in my brain, find that baseline and then up or down from the other
0: ones. Okay. Well, uh, I'll give you Bob Odenkirk. You know who that is, right?
1: Yeah. He's the uh, better call Saul guy, right?
0: Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So his following is at four hundred and sixty-two thousand followers. Okay, four hundred sixty-two, and this is
1: on Facebook.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. And okay, so we'll we'll start with. Thousand uh, for power. Yep. So we'll start with a fairly easy one, and I know you know this guy, or you, yeah, I know you know this guy, Norman, Redis. You know that is right, Norman Reedus. Yeah, Uh,
1: Daryl from The Walking Dead. Yep, yep. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, I got to guess the number now. There you go. (laughs) So, Odin Kirk is at four sixty two thousand. He's he's an established actor, but he's he's more of a side character most of the time, I think. Daryl, Norman Reedus is a is a uh, a newer actor in comparison. However. His star power, I might argue, is a little bit larger than Odenkirk's. So I'm going to say he's at a he's at a cool 747,000.
0: Go up. <laughs> You're going to have to go up substantially. This one's actually a, uh, kind of a surprise to me. Some of these are okay, like, okay, wow. All right. All right. All right. Don't forget. So, well, don't forget. Norman Reedus also did Boondock Saints one and two. Witcher. He did
1: do Boondock Saints, and Oops. notoriously, uh, a a a internet superstar with memes, and yeah, that's true too. The, the way that when he cries, ladies' wombs explode, apparently. So, it, with his charm, and now his Boondock Saints also allocated and categorized under his following is it's 2.7 million.
0: He comes in and, and this, this is kind of extreme at 7.4 million followers. Dang. That's a lot. Dang. I feel like that's a lot, That's a- so. Do
1: I get dropped in a pit now? What happens?
0: No, no, we're gonna keep going. Is this for a cash prize? Like, <laughs> could be. Let's okay. Um, so check this out though. So okay. now here here's a, here here's one that the, the numbers and this is the reason why I was like, man, this is kind of crazy to see this. Jeff Bridges, you know Jeff right. Bridges, the right. guy, the big Lebowski, yeah, 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 yeah. the dude's been acting oh, yeah. forever. He's a, dude. a legend. Yeah, he is yep. the dude, right? He, he's a legend in Hollywood. The guy's just. Mm-hmm. Done a bunch, he's got a band, he's done all these things. What is Jeff Bridges at?
1: I bet he's less than Daryl. I bet he's less. Just because of the way you're being so goddamn cheeky mm-hmm. about it.
0: Mm-hmm. I bet he's no, like, he's less. He's less. How less?
1: Um, I'm gonna say he's five million less. He's like two million, two million some Ooh, odd. Ooh, you're getting good.
0: Look at that, dude. That was good. One point, yeah? one point yeah? three. One point okay. three. Okay. 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 I'll take now, that. Now, now you're you shit. I, well, I maybe think this is This is Maybe this is a better so, guess than the first one. It, yeah. A better guess than Daryl. Okay. Tom Hiddleston.
1: Tom Hiddleston.
0: Loki. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I know he makes the ladies go crazy too, or at least like the weird ones, I guess. <laughs> uh, he is. He's. I don't know. I feel like he's more of an internet, internet guy too. Trying to read clues off of your face, but it's (laughs) nothing. It's just a statuesque mount to secrecy. Um, Tom Hiddleston has uh, 3.9 million followers.
0: Not bad. 5.8. Dang. Dang. Isn't that okay? So let's, there's, there's a couple of fun ones I'm going to throw in here.
1: Okay, hold on. Hold on. I got to readjust like my 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 meter here because I've highballed an old actor that mm-hmm. I shouldn't have. I've lowballed two newer-ish and more mm-hmm. internet savvy actors, I think. So if my inclination is that they are pretty internet savvy based on their star power, I should go higher than I originally think. And if they're not, if they're a... I don't know. We'll say Jack Nicholson uh type <laughs> character. Then I should go lower than I would think because they're probably not as well connected with the social. Okay, go ahead. Next one. Yep.
0: Oh yeah. I gotta the next couple I think are really gonna put this to the test. Uh okay. let's go let's go with another seasoned actress. Okay. Jamie
1: Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis has she has she has eh, a 900,000
0: followers. That is exactly half One point eight million. (laughs) You did it like exactly half. That is, that is hilarious. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's do uh, a counterpart to the walking dead. Andrew Lincoln.
1: You know, Andrew Lincoln, he was the leading man, but I don't think he's got the, like, I don't know. Gravitas, maybe. I don't know if he's got kind of the Internet poll that Daryl had. And he was at seven. So I'm going to say he's at four million.
0: Three hundred oh. three hundred and fifty one thousand. He has no uh, uh by compare. Right. By comparison, he has like, he must not, and I, I don't follow him, but I would imagine he's not putting out the comment uh, or the uh, social post that Norman Reedus is, you know, cause you got, I, I would imagine that some of these, cause I don't follow all these people, but right. Like you would think that some of these folks have to be putting out something to keep the people, you know, like, cause I think it would be cool if like you liked Andrew Lincoln and he's doing like behind the scenes shots and he's like, Hey guys, I'm on the set of walking. Like that'd be some cool shit. Or I'm working on this thing. If you, liked that person i think that would be cool in his case 351 it's
1: got to be something like and he and he feels kind of like a. maybe he's a little more of an old-fashioned guy and he's just it not an
0: internet be. guy maybe. could be i don't know i don't know he's british isn't he i'm uh, yeah i'm Is he a not british sure actor? here here's a good one for you though because i when i saw this one and i i had to take a picture of this because i was like whoa kevin spacey so, well, right, right. No, no, think about this though. <laughs> I bring it up because I was, hmm. I was, I was scrolling through cause I was taking pictures just for this episode. And I was like, that is so strange to me because obviously the, the shit that that guy was in, um, in Hollywood and all of the crap, I was like, I was surprised.
1: Hmm. This is the internet and this is the internet specifically on Facebook. And this is a man who's a pedophile. Uh, (laughs) He's a, he's a rapist. Uh, So would he lose followers on the internet for that or gain them? I don't know. The internet's a creepy freaking place. That's right. He, he has.
0: 1.3 million followers. 3.7 million followers
1: no you pervert stop following kevin spacey Knock it cr- off. he's well, going well, to rape you
0: well isn't that crazy though that that was one of the ones when i was when i was queuing up pictures for this i was like i have to throw that in there because that's a fucking mind blow because i didn't when i when i saw his face i was like dude there's in my brain was like a hundred thousand people maybe because of all the shit right fuck Fuck. no he's got 3.7 million i mean that's well easy yeah.
1: I'm trying to, I'm trying to justify that number. I'm trying in my head, I'm trying to make sense of it. Like, why is that? And I can think like, after he was accused of that shit, and I I didn't follow the trial, I I just assume that he, you know, is a freak. But uh, after, after all that stuff happened, he put up a couple of videos that were just weird. Like they were just strange and it, they were online and he was like in front of a fireplace or something. And he was doing some weird monologue or, or something. So I, I don't know if it's like maybe a weirdness that's connected to the internet or is that a following that just, you know, they make a Facebook account and it says at the beginning of it, Hey, what actors do you like? What movies do you like? What music do you like? Can you click on some stuff so they can feed you things that will buy into advertisement and kind of build the, internet profile on you. And people were just like, Oh, Kevin Spacey's neat. And then moved along and, and you don't go back and check it. Like, I don't know anyone that's in there, like reorganizing their preferences for likes and dislikes on their, on their hobbies and interests. This this
0: would be a follow, but uh, to, to, to your point though, what I'm guessing was because before all of that shit came out, the guy was an A-list actor. I mean, like he was, with Mm -hmm. house of cards and all that stuff, dude, house of cards, uh, baby driver, uh, the list goes on and on usual suspects. I mean, there's so many good Kevin Spacey movies that, um, easily justifies a, a large preview, but maybe, and I have no clue. This is a fucking guess. Maybe, uh, that drew interest and people kind of followed in because of all the bad shit that was happening.
1: Could be. Maybe there's like, it's a, you know, the internet is, is interested in maybe not just depravity, but also in things that are memeable. And if they're following someone like him, who's done things like that, maybe they're looking for, for interesting videos and photos that he posts to memify them and to, yeah. to lampoon them. Perhaps. I don't know. I, don't I know. mean, that would be a better excuse than being like, Oh, I still am a really big Kevin Spacey fan. and I just want to follow his work online,
0: which I, I don't think the guy will ever, I don't know. Uh, Do you think he'll ever be in a movie or TV show again?
1: You know, I don't know as, as quick as the public is, especially the internet going public is to come to a fervor and come to an outrage it is equally as quick to forget things like that it is equally as quick to just go i don't even remember what happened yesterday more or less five years ago and so you see a lot of these celebrities that are embroiled in these scandals that come back just based on the merit of of time. There's a statute of limitations that passes that it's not on the forefront of people's minds because that's changing so quick all the time. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that, you know, people that paid attention when things happen are probably less likely than new people coming in and looking for an old, old show to watch on Netflix or something like that. So,
0: yeah, that's crazy. Let's, uh, let's keep going. Let's keep, let's do a, let's do uh, what about Gal Gadot? Oh, Miss oh, Wonder Gal, Woman. Miss Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah, she she's popular. She's got she's got
0: fifteen million followers. Damn, that's good. Oh, you're good. 16, what is it? Sixteen million. All right, sixteen all right. million. That that was a hell of a a hell of a guess. <laughs> well, okay. She also organized
1: that um, that song with all the celebrities. Did you see that one? Yeah, that that was, and like, then it
0: got, it got trashed on. It got, that. oh yeah, yeah it, it just was got horrible. skewered. Yeah, yeah, it was, I did see It that. was so
1: tone deaf and then all these celebrities are in their houses going, oh, come on, let's just get along as people are losing their jobs and businesses yeah. and their family members are getting sick. And it's like, gal, come on, come on,
0: yeah. let's don't, knock that off. That's what you can do when you're, when you got that Wonder Woman money, son. I, I and that know. And Wonder Woman I, celebrity. <laughs> you can do that shit. Us? We should have been cast. I know. You should have been
1: cast as Wonder Woman. I should have been cast as Cheetah. I know. And we should have exactly. made that movie. That sounds like a Zack Snyder remake. It does. It does. <laughs> Patty Jenkins. The Jenkins cut.
0: And yep, that's right. That's it, right. It's us. That's, that's it. They're like. We knew you guys were the ones that we should have chosen the first
1: place. (laughs) (laughs) What the
0: fuck? Oh my god, that would be amazing. Amazingly horrible. Moving on, Brian Cranston. Where's the Cranston at? Because that that guy's a pretty big, pretty big deal in Hollywood.
1: He is. And he was in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, so I'm sure he's over 10 million. Zed?
0: That's Zed. Yeah, he was.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was in the new Power Ranger. I hope they make a sequel. Saban, make a sequel to Power
0: Rangers. They need to do that adult, that adult Power Rangers where that remember that guy made the uh trailer that was on YouTube oh, yeah, like yeah, 10 yeah, years yeah. ago. Dude, that was so awesome.
1: Wasn't wasn't that dude like the one of the he was like the Red Ranger, wasn't he? One of them was an original Power Ranger. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think it was. If not No, vulnerable. I think you're I I think you're right. I believe you're right. Anyways, Brian Cranston. Is. Where where's the Cranston? Mr. Breaking Bad himself.
1: Uh, Brian Cranston has 9 million followers Four point two dang. million. 4.2 dang that's actually pretty good for Brian Cranston cuz like my initial gut reaction was like he's kind of an older guy, probably not that that uh, active on social media and then i was like well i don't know everyone loves brian cranston like i i can imagine a lot of people want a piece of him but i was wrong i was wrong oh, did, you ever,
0: did you ever read it i believe it, it has to be a book have you ever read brian cranston's book Mm-mm. it's a good fucking dude it is an incredible story like his dad was like a b-rated actor in Hollywood and like all the shit that that guy went through and like uh crazy ex-girlfriend that tried to murder him. And like, all like, dude, I was like, Whoa, Whoa. Cause you got to remember Bryan Cranston didn't get his big breaks until later in his career. Yeah. He had a little bit of success with some TV shows and what have you, but um, his book is pretty cool though. And it's also funny. Uh, just a, a quick note from it was, to get jobs in Hollywood. And I've heard other actors and other people in entertainment, the entertainment world uh, say this, but he has examples in it uh, to where when you uh, audition, you know, they'll ask you shit like, Hey, have you ever parachuted? Hey, have you ever done this? Can you jump out of a, uh, a burning building? Can you, sure. you know, like, can you repel like certain skills and shit? And he's like, you just say yes, and you hope for the fucking best. So, depending on what happened, you know, and, and he's got some funny. He's got a story, and he's got like two or three stories, but one specifically about a building. I don't, I don't want to give away the book, but mm. it was pretty funny because he, he also, I believe, he narrated. I listened to the audio book, and it was just like, man, this is this is pretty cool, and it's like old school. I felt kind of like like an uncle was telling you the story because you're like. You know, if you watched Breaking Bad, I mean you were com- you were with the dude for six seasons of television. Um, anyways, what about <clears throat> the late Paul Walker?
1: Two million. Higher? Six million. Higher? Yep. No. 9 million higher, 14, 14 million higher, 20 million. Cause you gotta go higher. It's like that Creed song. Oh, no, this guy is not alive. No, he's not. 33 million.
0: Almost, bud. 40, 40 million. 7 million.
1: Jesus.
0: Yep. Forty seven million. Oh, let me find so weird. Yeah. Let me, uh, I mean, rest in peace, Paul Walker, but
1: it's, it's like, and, and, and this is something that's new to this time in history, but like leaving a footprint of this magnitude of this much personality after you pass is something that's just always seemed crazy to me. You'll have, you know, people's old musings, on Facebook and Twitter and and on YouTube, you'll have videos of them and then podcasts that will outlive the people that are making them. And it's just it's weird to think. And then it's weird to eat it's weirder still to think that a celebrity that passes like Paul Walker, I wonder if he gained that I mean he must have after his passing.
0: I well, I know that he had a pretty big following uh, while he was alive Because not just a Fast and the Furious Like he did a lot of really cool Like Running Scared Have you ever seen that That's an incredible dude, Oh you've never seen that man You have no. to watch the movie called Running Scared It is an incredible movie You're gonna be like What in the fuck is this It's a rated R uh, Like high thrill action Crazy shit story and I watched it when it came out and I, I watch it like every couple of years. That's how good that movie is. Hmm. Um, and it's just something that totally catches you off guard. But he also was in uh, several other movies, obviously. I mean, you know, Varsity Blues, dude. I mean, like that was that is still a huge movie. was in Varsity Blues. Yeah. Yeah. Who was he's, he in Varsity Blues? He, he's the uh, original quarterback. He's the oh, is he the guy that got injured? Yeah, dude, that That's was Paul Walker. Right. That was That's Paul Walker. Right. Yeah,
1: I can't think of think of James anything Vander about Beek.
0: that. Yeah, James Van. Der
1: Beek I can't was. think of that movie because yeah. I I just think about instead of the parody movie of it. I can't remember what it was called. But like in that movie, the gal came out and she's like, "You want a Sunday?" And she's got like the whipped cream on her business. Yeah. And then, but I the the movie I think about is the one where. Was it Ryan Reynolds? Was he in the parody? No, someone came out and it was the dude and he Isn't that another and he had movie? he had the whipped cream on his business and then he she didn't she didn't want any of his whipped cream or his business and so she left and then he turned around, he had like a banana up his butt or something.
0: <laughs> I get isn't that like another teen movie? Yes. That's like exactly that. what it is. Okay.
1: That's exactly what it
0: is. Yeah. But, but <laughs> varsity was, a, lot was a huge fucking movie though, dude. Like it was That thing was big when it came out It aired all the time in the nineties. It was just, it was a big thing for, for its moment. Um, okay. So I've got what three more and then we'll, we'll call it, uh, ready. we'll do a comedian.
1: Wait, yeah. I, I want you to do all three of them and then I'll hit you with all three numbers.
0: Okay. Yeah. Jeff Dunham. You know who that okay. is right. Yep, okay. puppeteer, Cy Robertson. I don't know
1: who Cy Robertson
0: is. He's from that uh, Duck Dynasty show. He's Uncle Cy, the old guy with the beard. Okay, in which, in which you look like. So, <laughs> <laughs> Cy Robertson, Thank you. Uh, but I you know, think but I don't you, know. You know who that is, though, right? Cy Robinson, the old the old guy with the beard. He's like he was on TV shows. And I mean Was, he like, cra- was he like crazy? I mean, was, more so yes. than the rest of the yes, rest of the yes. he, He's the okay. wily, he's the wily one, the, out of control. Okay. okay. So Cy Robinson, Jeff Dunham, and Big Willie Style, Will Smith.
1: <laughs> I was like, Big Willie Styles, who's that? Yep. Uh, all right. So Jeff Dunham,
0: puppet master. Uh, comedian genius. Mike, like the dude's a genius at what he does.
1: Yeah, a genius. I wasn't just about to call him a hack. Anyway, <laughs> Jeff Dunham has Jeff Dunham has 23 million subscribers followers. Sai The crazy old man from Duck Dynasty, who's probably not on the Internet at all, but has someone managing his account, I'd imagine. So he puts out a lot of he probably puts out a lot of stuff all the time because they love his witticisms and it draws attention to that channel and those things. So he's got. He has 18 million followers and finally, Will Smith has.
0: He is seventy-two million followers. And you you got pretty generous. I feel like this three you went real generous. Okay, are you ready? Did I? Oh, okay. I felt like yeah. you did. What? You ready? Jeff Dunham, ten million followers. Okay, so that's that's you got a crowd, a pretty pretty big crowd.
1: Good old so Cy managing Robinson. puppets, man. That's pretty good. I mean, it's a skill. I'm not gonna dog yeah. on him for it, but.
0: That's well and in its niche impressive. too, because he's the one he's like the biggest in that area. Uh Cy Robinson's is. at a at a four point seven million people. And I agree with you. Actually, <laughs> the way the way you said that was exactly what I think. And I'm not I'm not gonna follow him. Maybe I should just to see, but I, I that is, I bet you what he's doing is having someone with a cell phone. Okay, I'm gonna go do some crazy shit. Or just actually probably just acts normal and it's enough right. to it's enough to fire up the internet. Well, and you get a good writer. I mean, you don't necessarily even
1: have to have the person because if the, the writer can get it inside the head of the character, in this case, Psy, then they can go, okay, I know what he would say. And mm. I know how he'd spell it out. And so they just deliver these psy all day, yep. all week. All year. And well, and he was.
0: Well, dude, he's been on TV too for long, even before Duck Dynasty. Like, there's so much. Uh, there's so much footage of the dude that even if he had a producer or someone just cutting old shit and adding bullshit to it, I mean, like, it could go forever, and it probably does. Will Smith.
1: I said seventy some odd million. 70, How much yep. is he? Fifty.
0: One hundred and three, oh, million. I wasn't generous enough. With not on Will that Smith. one. Not on that one. One hundred and three million followers. Isn't that nuts? A hundred and three million people. Now, if if we just cut the brass tax and said, okay, twenty percent of people see his shit, which probably is more than that. Whenever he posts something. Mm-hmm. That's fucking 20 million people, dude. 20 million people scrolling through seeing his shit. Isn't that nuts?
1: That's, it's insane. It's, and it's insane for a couple of reasons, I think, is because, you know, I know other people (laughs) have talked about it before, but it's like the human psyche is not built to have a hundred million people listening to you like it's not like you can't handle that you no one is humble enough to deal with that kind of detachment and then also that's that's an incredible amount of power and influence that a person can have like even if you say 20% listen to him and even if 20% of that 20% like adore him to a fanatical degree and they'd go, you know, they would do whatever he want. Like he could have an army. Like it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> well, I'd love to see a Will Smith army though. It'd be, it,
0: <laughs> you know, well, his singing. actually I wonder what his, uh, now, now you got me interested with that. Uh, let me check something here. Uh, you're absolutely correct though. But consider that though, if it was 20 million per post, in which I have no fucking clue, maybe it's 10 million. Um, but if it was, that audience, especially if it's a normal audience, is bigger than Culture most Jack's audience. Most, Yeah, but slightly bigger. <laughs> Barely. <Culture laughs> Jack, you know, they're neck We're and neck. comparable. Yeah, we and, he, <laughs> <laughs> and he has a 9 million. He started YouTube. Will Smith did this year. And his YouTube channel is at 9 million followers. Um, God bless America, man, that dude. So he puts, he blasts something out and that is bigger than most of the concerts that large bands play. That's bigger than most anything, uh, as far as public events, you can't fill
1: a stadium with that many people.
0: Isn't that, isn't, isn't that crazy though? That's like bigger than Woodstock. That's bigger. I mean, like, that's so, it's almost weird. Isn't it? It's almost weird. Or maybe it is okay. weird. It's weird.
1: You're absolutely right. It's, it's a hundred percent weird. Okay. So oh, you've, you've sent me through the ringer. You've quizzed. Did I, did I win the game? Am I winning dad? Yeah.
0: No, you, no, you did well. I, I just thought it would be a fun thing okay. to do. I, I thought it would be a fun. Okay, thing. So
1: now that we've yeah. gone through this exercise, I just quickly looked up on my phone because I had, we had talked about, Following Jack Black, mm-hmm. and so I looked up Jack Black's Facebook oh, page. Did. Okay, and I've got I've got the number of people that like the page. I don't know if that's comparable to the follow, but probably pretty close. So, yep. um, I'm going to ask you, how many people follow Jack Black on Facebook?
0: Five point eight million.
1: Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's actually seven point four million. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. He also just started a YouTube channel. He's up, he's I think almost at, at 2 million. And what's cool about that is like his son wanted to do the YouTube channel. And so he's he's doing all the editing and and scripting and everything for it. And, and Jack Black's just he's just having fun with his kid, man. God, that's awesome. a national treasure.
0: That's that is awesome. Well, that's cool too, because he got nominated for the Streamy Award. He got nominated for that YouTube Streamy. So did uh the hell's that guy's name? Dublinski
1: Was... games did?
0: Yeah. Yep. Um That's so fantastic. so did uh god Paul Blart. I, I just forgot the actor's name. What the hell's the actor Paul Blart? Oh Blart's yeah, name? yeah. James the, something? Uh he does the uh the sound guy videos. Those are incredible.
1: It's really. You you seen A- Adam Sandler's buddy who's in Grown Ups with him? Yeah.
0: King James. of Queens. Is it James? God. No, I like, I don't know why, why his name is just, dude, his name. Why don't you just ran. call him Paul Blart? We know who you're talking about. I know. that. Well, that in itself turned into a national treasure, I feel like, because you know how many jokes have been referenced to Paul Blart? Hold on here. What the hell is that guy's name? There he is. I, it's I Kevin like James. Damn it, dude. We were waiting. I knew it was Kevin James. James. Yeah. I knew it was James in yeah. there. It wasn't the first name by far. Kevin, Kevin James. Yeah, you saw the yeah. You've seen you. Have you seen the Soundman videos? Not a single one. Oh, you haven't. Oh, you haven't. You have to take some time and watch it. So, uh, him and a couple of uh, a couple of uh, producers of some of, of some sort. What they essentially do is they insert him. They green screen him. And then they insert him into movies. So like he's an iRobot with Will Smith. Will Smith pulls up and he's like, "We got to do another take, Will." And it's like, dude, it looks really good. He's in the Joker. uh, Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, you gotta watch. It's funnier. What is it called? It's uh, the Sound Guy, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or just put in Kevin James Sound Guy, and it is it's a riot. And they're short videos, but it's funny because they look good though. uh, whoever his production team is, does, does a very, very good job. All right. Well, I did have, <laughs> I bet it's Jack Black's son as well. I know it's uh Jack Black's son is turning into a, uh, a,
1: so is it, is it his channel? Cause I got Kevin James here. Uh, yeah, let me look. I'm just, I'll just subscribe to his channel there. Oh, he's only got 43 videos, but of course he's almost had a million subscribers you know, there's something to be said about being famous and then starting some kind of popular social media outlet, like a podcast yeah, or a YouTube video. Is. Like it really just, it kickstarts the whole thing, man.
0: Well, it's, you know what I appreciate about that, about what what you just said though, what, what I appreciate about it is, uh, obviously I, you know, I don't know. I think all of the celebrities have a different approach on who edits the video and all of that. Sure. Uh, but I appreciate it because you get a normal person for the most part, right? Like the Kevin James stuff is funny right. shit, but like in the sentiment of, Hey, I'm a Hollywood act, Jack black, or I'm a Hollywood actor. Will Smith's channel. I've watched several of his videos to where it's like, he's a normal person. Granted, he's an extremely wealthy and well-known person, but right. when you're watching him talk about shit, you're like, this is just an uh, an extremely talented, entertainment, talented dude. Like he couldn't do your job. He couldn't do my job because he has. That's just not what he was built for. Um, But he's relatable in that sense, because when you watch him on fucking bad boys or <laughs> whatever, there, there's no relationship there. There there is. This is a cool fucking movie. Thank you, Jerry. Bruckheimer, well, there for a was a
1: time that we spent, you know, being cops that didn't follow the, you know, by the book. Exactly. And we went out on our own. It is it is cool to see them like being normal guys. What also is cool though is like the convergence of the different medias, because like this is, you know, the old standard bearer Hollywood and the new media of YouTube and kind of this blurring of the lines where it legitimizes people that are on YouTube, like just the guys making YouTube videos and maybe those, those uh, folks that have, interests in doing some acting and it's just like okay well these guys are in they're in the same space as well so i think that's kind of cool as well
0: it is well it, and you know talking i don't know if you did you see the henry cavill building a custom pc video that thing like blew up the internet no that sounds awesome oh, it is it dude it, it did extremely well and he's like you know he's just in a room in his house nothing nothing really fancy and he's like i got some computer parts i'm gonna put this shit together and he struggles dude and he finally gets it he fucked it up and he says he fucked it up i mean like but it's like granted it's it's uh the appeal is obviously it's superman dude it's superman it's the witcher like how cool is that to see that guy do it but it's also cool because you get to see them do some shit that you me like you can go do this yourself and here Superman right. is fucking doing, and he and he did fuck it up. But he's had a couple of videos, and it was all done with his cell phone, dude. And he's like stressing out and all this shit. And it's real, and it was like this is the this is fucking cool to see. Um, the I, I it, that, again that like human that human part of it. It's not no longer just a character. Um, and it's relatable. And again, I mean the video. There was no good videography. There wasn't anything like fancy about what he did, but. The response from just the uh, U- YouTube community, from the gaming community, everybody was like, this is the fucking coolest shit ever to see this dude do this. You know, I thought that was kind of a kind of a cool, um, a cool thing. All right. Should we keep going? How are you feeling? Yeah, man. Yeah, this is okay. a, this is loads of
1: fun. <laughs> you've you've prepared such wonderful <laughs> traits this evening. I'm very excited.
0: Well, I, I, I was, I, I didn't. Uh, first, I didn't expect for the game to go as long as it, the game to go as long as it did. So, I apologize for that. I just thought it would be kind of a fun thing to do. If there's um,
1: one thing we found out about this podcast and our ability to, to, to talk incessantly or talk at length and at volume, um, I think that's it. That's what we found out that we can do that. We're good at it.
0: We're good at it man. Point taken. Good, sir. Are you ready? Here we go. Yeah. First question. It's another question. Figure I'll start with that. And then I've got some nice topics to dive into. Okay. Uh, Because the holiday season's over all of those wretched uh, scalpers, all of those console Grinches have been dropping prices and they have, I've seen several dropping on Facebook marketplace Craigslist Uh, eBay and, and the sword, especially for consoles, the freaking graphics cards haven't dropped yet because there just wasn't, there (laughs) wasn't, uh, they didn't get as many waves like the PlayStation and, and, uh, Xboxes. My question to you, and, and I, I chuckled as I thought about this (laughs) in preparation was this. And you got to be honest here. Okay. If you did not get, your xboxes when you did okay what and we'll say to date or we'll say actually let's rewind a a week or two right before christmas what price would you have paid for a xbox
1: for an xbox series x the one that i was fortunate enough to get yes if i was unable to what would have been the the scalped price? What, what,
0: what have been, Yes. What would have been the scalp price? And would you hmm. have paid a scalp price?
1: Hmm. 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 That's an interesting question. I'm not sure. Like my immediate gut reaction, because I have such loathing for people that, that, that buy the things with no intention to play them, but more so just to make a buck off of people that really are passionate about the hobby. Um, uh, is you know screw those guys. I will wait. I have an Xbox One X that works fine.
0: However, I don't if, if I, I I hear that with this year, <laughs> but go ahead and tell me with this year because I okay. I feel
1: right, Anthony, turn 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 around because I have a have to have a word with left Anthony, left <laughs> Anthony. Listen, if if it was the amount of hype that I had for this thing as I was waiting outside the store for it, and in the in the couple of days leading up. I might've paid maybe up to a hundred bucks extra to get it now, as opposed to waiting for it another six months. Um, and that's assuming that I knew that another one was coming in, in six months. If I didn't know when the next one was coming in, I'd probably be more likely. Uh, but if I knew that, you know, they were getting another shipment in the next couple of weeks or they were going to, you know, be probably pretty close to being restocked. Yeah, I'd say probably fifty to a hundred, fifty to a hundred dollars over retail price. Now, what's left, Anthony, or right, Anthony? What's your price?
0: That, you hit it on the head. A uh, hundred bucks. I I, I would uh, go a hundred bucks. That's what I was. So I've seen these stupid things on uh, Facebook, and and the reason I say it's funny is you remember what they were? They were at a thousand bucks, like across the board. A cheap one. Yep, and then. Yeah. They've been down to there's right now, there's several sitting at 700 bucks. And then I saw a couple of people that were at 650. And I'm, and part of me's laughing. Uh, for those right. that intentionally bought it, like the people that bought them for resale. Now, there was a couple like this lady was selling hers. Hey, it's, I, I think she was a 700 bucks, but she's like, OBO, I bought it for my husband. He cheated on me. Fuck him. Oh, uh, shit. uh, give me what, you know, give me whatever. Um, but I'm sure she got at least six, seven hundred bucks. I w- I would assume right. six, six fifty, what what have you. um but, but the funny part is, is like there's been other people who like, go got five of them, and like you're gonna be fucking stuck with five of them. I I'm hope gonna, they
1: die I, on I, them. I, I hope I, they I, bury that motherfucker with the with the Xboxes that they they bought to resell. I mean, I you people say you got to respect the hustle, man. You got to, you got to respect that hustle. And it's like, that's, that's not hustle. That's late. Like go, go make something, go, go start a business. That's a hustle. Don't, don't buy out toys from children and then resell it to them with thousands of dollars. Get out of here with that hustle. Get out of here with that nonsense. I'm Uh, done with that.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I just thought that was an interesting thing because I keep seeing them Dude, they're right. going to they're going to bottom out at retail and then we're going to get. I,
1: I would like to say that I'd have no part of my body or soul that would ever, ever buy uh, a console over retail value or buy anything scalped over what I would have paid for it otherwise. Because then there if if that was an inclination that I had and other people had and you had then there wouldn't be scalpers. There wouldn't be these right. cretins that, that prey on desperation. And, but I, I can't say that there's that part of me because I am, a, I am a consumer and I like to consume things yeah, but that's, and I dude, like to have it's, things. So. It's
0: basic supply and demand though, dude, if there was right enough supply to meet the demand, we wouldn't even, this would never even have been a conversation ever.
1: Right. So this is, Compounded by coronavirus and the lack of parts and pieces, and then the the manufacturers that's right just not being able to make enough or ship enough because I'm sure that they knew that there was going to be demand
0: for these things. I'm they, sure, they. I would yes, they absolutely absolutely had to be. All right, let's see. Okay, what is. Here's another question for you. We, we have over the full length of culture jacked have often referenced video games to movies. Right. And how shitty that goes, that transformation right.
1: Right? until recently. Sonic has been the turning point. But yeah, okay. go on.
0: Um, <laughs> so let's reverse the role for a minute. A little bit what movie or book would make and is there one that you wanted a video game for, or has there been i I'll open that up. Uh, that was incredible.
1: So I guess to specify, um, are you talking about, like direct adaptations like scene for scene or kind of like they do like the Sonic movie was not a Sonic game it had characters similar to it and it had maybe yeah, elements
0: can, yeah you you can you can go that route that's fine but don't choose fucking Sonic. Come on.
1: I'm not going to choose. I'm like not going to choose Sonic. Sonic part two. Well, that well, that wouldn't make sense because that wasn't your question. That's, your that's question right. was right. movie to video game. So I couldn't yeah. be like, well, the Sonic movie would make a great video Come game.
0: Genius. <laughs> genius. Thank you, Sega. I,
1: I found the loophole and I dove right through right? it. Um, no, I think uh, there's been really good uh, superhero video games. And so that's like comic to movie. To video games like the Batman games the yep. Arkham Arkham games are amazing yep. the Spider-Man games are amazing um, I'm trying to think what else because there I don't know maybe there hasn't been a lot I mean there's been a lot of like cash grabs I remember you and I playing the Flintstones back on the Super Nintendo <laughs> entertainment system so I mean there's been shit like that and Looney Tunes and Tiny Tunes we played that we played Darkwing Duck which isn't necessarily a movie to video game. Uh, Jurassic Park yeah. was a really good video game back on the Super Nintendo.
0: Hey, you know a game that you and I played a shitload as kids? Yeah. That was a movie turned into a game. True Lies. Uh, True Lies was an amazing yes. game. Yes. You remember, yes. that was one of the games that I, I – recall i total recall playing the living shit out of that though you remember how many countless hours we played that game i feel like and i i know it could just be a
1: rampant nostalgia that's always coursing through my veins but i feel like that game could probably stand up today like i feel like it was simple enough that the controls weren't all wonky and janky. I mean, maybe the story might be a little bit goof, but
0: it had that eight bit. I uh a few years ago when I jailbroke my iPhone, I I down I had an emulator and that was one of the games I got was true lie, like intentionally. And I and I felt like it did because the nostalgia kicked in, of course, and I was like, this is the best. but I actually played them like, damn, this game is harder than I remember it being. And it had those like eight-bit graphic fucking like picture scenes. You know, like the broken ice and Schwarzenegger was climbing out of it. It was, yeah, it just of like it
1: had a bunch of different weapons. Yep. The I, I know it was harder you. than you remember it because I've gone back to play older games as well. And I've tried to get my kids to play older games. Well, my brother more so than me. He's a, a sadist apparently, uh, but he tried to get him to play Mario and like the original Mario, not Super Mario 3, but older games are they are not forgiving at all no fuck like that, your, dude. Cont- your stick control <laughs> your d-pad control has to be on point or else you are not going to make that jump there's no floaty there's no physics there's no momentum that's going to carry nope. you you've got to hold until you let go and drop like it's very specific. Try, try going back and playing Peter Pan and getting past level three, man. Like it's just <laughs> <laughs> impossible. That, there's another movie, the game that was, uh, yeah, pretty good, The Lion King.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, one that got awards was uh, Mordor. So,
1: oh yeah, those were great games, they, the Shadow were, of Mordor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't played Shadow of War. I mean there's dude, a, those there's like got uh, those Lord of Rings.
0: Yeah, those got awards though. I remember I think one was a. I, I think uh Mordor was a contender for game of the year. I don't know, I don't know if it got it. Um, but I bought it because I kept watching, I kept seeing it come back and come back and come back. You know what I mean? Like in the IGN news clips and Gamespot mm-hmm. news clips and all of that stuff. I was like, what is this? And I bought it and I was like, dude, this is an amazing like this is it was a great <laughs> game. Amazing and well,
1: it's it's got that, that cool mechanic where that like you get rivals and the generals, mm-hmm. you, you kill a you kill a guy and you, well, you kill a bunch of guys and then one of the guys manages to kill you and he gets a promotion cause he killed you yeah. and you got to come back. He kills you again. He gets another promotion pretty soon. He's like the captain of a, a whole freaking
0: brigade of these. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's insane. It was really cool. It Lord cool. of the Rings have had a bunch of really good games. I yeah. think based off of those uh, licenses, and then also uh, Star Wars. I mean, there's, oh, been, a, there's been a buttload of Star Wars, Star Wars
0: games. Yeah, and there's been, been some translated really big Star Wars games, I too. think what
1: you've done here with this question and this conversation is you've proven that there is no zero problem translating a movie to a game. All of the problem comes in when they try and take a game to a movie. It well, it. They have a hard time
0: with it. Let's go back to the question though. What okay. is there a movie or TV show or book that you would like to see a well, game? that I want
1: to see? I didn't yeah, even answer that, the question. What a yeah. jerk. Uh, hmm. Let's see a movie, a game, or a TV show that I would like to see. Now, all the TV shows I feel like I watch are just ridiculous. All of the cartoons that I watch are anime. And so. They've had adaptations, but they've all been really poor. So I'd I'd love to see a really good video game adaptation of a movie like Akira or Ghost in the Shell. Like, that would be awesome. Um, Gosh, what else? Uh, What what do you think? You got to spitball for a sec because I got to go plug in my phone. It's about to die. I'll be right back.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's... Let's think about this, uh, you know, for stories and I know, I know he's gone, but, uh, you know, thinking story wise, I, I would love to see, and and actually I'd love to see the movie. This is, this is a a book that I would love to see like a grand theft auto. And that is the cocaine cowboy by Evan Wright. Um, it's an incredible book. There's actually a documentary on it too. Uh, I think Rockstar Games should do it. It's about a, a mobster, and it's a real story, and it was fact-checked. So if you check the book, it's it's awesome because the author tried to fact-check as much as he wanted, um, but essentially this guy got kicked out of New York from the mob, and he was like, if you return, we're going to kill you, moved down to Florida, and then became one of the biggest cocaine dealers in Florida, and it's a true story. I mean, the guy – listen to this story, though. The guy <clears throat> was – caught and implicated in um, oh, whoa, kidnapping Jimi Hendrix, like the Jimi Hendrix, had partied with him a shitload, partied with the Pittsburgh Steelers and did cocaine with him the night before the Super Bowl. And then there's the photographs from the night. And then the next morning, he's on the front fucking line, on the like the bench line. Um, and then crazy shit happened with uh like the Haitians and a a lot of the uh the uh, Caribbean island people that he got involved with and I I just think when I read the book I actually read the book twice because I I, it's just amazing and there's good documentaries on it with that with the actual guy um but it always reminded me like fucking rock star man those guys because it reminds me of Vice City sure You know, I was like, that would make it incredible because you get to be in New York. You can be in the big city. Then you can go down to Florida. And this is, you know, if you you know anything about Florida in the 80s, you know, Florida (laughs) had more money in it than like any city, not like just any city, but it had more money coming into it than like several major cities. It also had an interesting fact about Florida during that time. It had more luxurious car dealerships. In Miami and in the Keys, than most states had in the United States. Really? Yeah, that's how God big that, that boom was. But, anyways, enough about that story. I, I always thought that that would be kind of a cool uh, rock star game kind of thing. You
1: know, it'd be cool. It'd be. I don't know how you would do it necessarily, but I'd love to see a a RPG style game built around some hijinks from las vegas and there's been many movies out of las vegas but what immediately came to my head was uh either uh hangover and have something something around just like you just expand the lore a little bit um and I think you could make an interesting rpg game because there was definitely a quest to be had in that movie or about that movie and then the other one that I was thinking about las vegas was um fear and loathing in Las Vegas with Johnny Depp. Uh, So like, I don't know, I don't know how exactly you would, you would do it or a video game developer would do it, but I definitely want to see it done by obsidian. That's, that's the developer that I choose to make that Las Vegas RPG.
0: Yeah, that, that could, that you, uh, you might be on to something there. And then one other adaptation I would love to see. And I'd also like to see a movie of this too and that is Rifts, the Palladium game, the tabletop game. Oh, yeah. I wish that they would make a video game on that. I feel like there's so much fucking material, dude. Literally, there's like a thousand books on this shit, like with all the character stuff, with this crazy world. Actually, there's several worlds and rifts on which way you want to go, but I always thought, and they did have a deal for a movie that fell through, and then they got another deal, and then it fell through again. But I always thought, like... That could be an incredible, because I feel like it's a little bit more structured than like Fallout. It's not as bad if you wanted to tell that story where you had like the coalition. Right. You could make the coalition be like these assholes and they were, you know, the, the uprising of those guys. Kind of cyberpunky, of course. But in the Rift's world, I always thought that that would make an incredible, it absolutely incredible video game. Uh, talking about like tabletop games, you know, over the last several years, a company that really got the opportunity to kind of show show its capabilities in the video game world is Warhammer. They've got several video games. They had a lot of hit and misses in years past, but uh, over the last couple of years, they have found quite a bit of success with uh, their adaptations and whatnot. So that's, that's kind of cool to see.
1: I think I, I recently saw a Warhammer 40 K video game trailer and it looked amazing. Like I'd never, I'd never, I mean, I'd heard of the game, but I never really looked into it too much, but I think I saw a trailer. It might've been at the game awards or maybe one of those other, other gaming conventions that they, digital gaming conventions they had last year. Uh, The the thing about riffs and the thing about Dungeons and Dragons and I know you you talked about in one of your recent episodes of the Monday Madness show about the Dungeons and Dragons uh, movie that they were going to make, which sounds really interesting and neat. I, I feel like Dungeons and Dragons Riffs has a, a potential to kind of run into the same problem that like the Warcraft movie ran into where you, they, there is so much, Lore and there's so much history and there's so much story and there's so much character that you try and put everything in to please the fans because you have to please the fans in order to get them to go to your movie, but you also have to make it, you know, easily consumed by the average customer as well. And if they can't, if they can't, if they have no idea what the hell's going on, that can be a real problem. And so I think whoever makes your risk movie has to do or it's a risk game i guess it'd work way better in a game because you could you could pepper the environment with lore like bethesda does or like cd project red does where you've, you you leave hints and tips and things and you know here's a book and it's got 400 pages but you don't have to read it all
0: maybe yeah. yeah well no you know again i mean that that would be cool like bethesda would be good rockstar would be good rockstar could do it because they don't have a big science fiction crazy world like that
1: yeah they um, don't have an ip like that you yeah. know
0: so they could be really good and then they could possibly let you choose uh several different classes then of course if we got a director of choice i'm going fucking james cameron dude <laughs> james cameron would kill it yeah i mean right i mean like he is he is or spielberg i mean like Spielberg or James Cameron. you got to I mean. do
1: a guy that likes to work with effects. It's got to be real effects, heavy effects driven. And I don't mean to sour your riffs movie like this, but an effects guy could also be a character like Michael Bay. Michael Bay could do a riffs movie. Oh, he he could. may not get the nuance of the characters, but he, I think, would get the effects.
0: He would. Too. No, no, he would. Like Michael Bay is incredible at Visual effects. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the mass He's like the. If you need fucking ten explosions, from like nothing, he'll like, give you twelve. He'll give you twelve. Yeah, absolutely, and they'll look good. I mean, the explosions always look fucking maybe in excess. But like, dude, we went down an elevator. I don't think we needed ten explosions, bro. Why? Why did the Why did the elevator explode, dude? The
1: characters were at a funeral, respectfully paying their. Paying the respects. What the, what are you doing, Michael Bay?
0: That's right. I mean, Michael Bay is like Christopher Walken with more cowbell, except for he's more explosions. <laughs> Needs more explosions. Uh, you're right, though. I mean, you know, Michael Bay would actually probably be a good selection. You know, who else would do good is uh, what Peter Berg. He would also do a, a pretty good job too. And I that's, don't know
1: who that is, or I'm not uh, familiar right off the top of my a, head. Have
0: you seen like Mile Twenty Two? Mm-mm. That Mark Wahlberg movie, uh, The Patriot. Fuck. All right, we'll forget it. <laughs> Disreg- <laughs> disregard. He's also. Do they have any dude. superpowers? Yep. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry, friend. Neither one of those video or yeah, neither one of those videos. They had super. You, you see, <laughs> Listen,
1: listeners of Culture Jack. Anthony has a very, he has a very tough hill to climb because he has to do a podcast with a literal adult child. And so uh, sorry to you, Anthony, and sorry to you out there as well.
0: (laughs) At some point folks, he will watch a movie that is a with real people, not just anime B here's here's the doozy. They will not have any powers of that any listen you kind. Know, that combination that combination not either we've or
1: talk, <laughs> we've talked about martin scorsese and how he's like superhero movies are ruining the cinematic experience i'm the opposite i'm like scorsese movies are ruining the superhero experience i'm i'm the other guy i'm the guy on the other side that's like you know what all these heavy dramas can just piss right off because they're just ruining they're just taking up theater space for marvel that's what they're doing
0: and that's what's funny about you know what's funny about that is those, those actors are like fuck I got to do one of those real movies <laughs> I got to do if I'm if I've been in tights for the last 10 years <sighs> you know I mean you know that's what Hugh Jackman w- with the whole hanging the the Wolverine suit up was like fuck dude you know I'm mi- get, heading into that middle age I I got to do something else I you know I don't want to have- be remembered just for just Wolverine as- But that's kind of a respectable, I mean, you got to respect that to some degree because I mean, as cool as it is as much, I mean, like the guy brought fucking a shitload of money into, into the pockets of of the uh, production companies and and all of that. But it's just like, in my mind, it's just like just being an action guy, right? Like if you just did 10 years of flat action, you're going to be like, well, fuck dude. Now you're 50 something.
1: Well, for the actors, I like, I understand because you want to, you want to submit, Like have a a legacy of some kind left behind. You wanna you wanna be known as you know more than just this character. (laughs) But I mean, realistically, this could all this could all just be a trend and a fad. And and we've talked about superhero fatigue and how people are getting tired of it, which they aren't. These things do amazing all the time, but I don't know when the when the time is. 20 years down the road, 50 years down the road. I, or I maybe I don't never. So. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I think as long as it's got good writing, good casting, um, then then they're good to go. It has to be a good story, just like any movie. But now I I, I really feel like the superhero thing is just an a you know just a enhancer for the movie. It's you know the big mean? umbrella
1: over the different genres within it.
0: Well, yeah, because I mean, like, how many of these yeah. like special ops movies? And I've watched a fuckload. Like especially as a kid, I love those like Navy SEAL movies and special operations. But it's a it's that same thing towards like, oh, this guy can shoot, you know, 10 miles away and, and split the hair on a gnat's ass and blah, 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 blah. Like there's there's a lot of those things. Football movies, you know, this guy fucking breaks the record and, and he's the hero, right? Or he's got the ability to be the hero. He gets hurt and then he recovers. It's the same, it's the same fucking thing now because it's not as they well, I shouldn't say this, but They're not as bad. Now, there are certain movies that are just flat out superhero movies with uh, mediocre, again, stories. Uh, That's how I felt about the Justice League. That's how I felt about Superman versus bad towards like this is, to me, a superhero movie.
1: We got to watch the Justice League. And again, and we've got to talk about it because I think we've both had uh, too much time away from it. And then the Snyder Cut's coming out. You and I have talked about it before. So we need to compare and com- contrast, and we need to be educated, and we need yep. to be frosty for when that when that cut comes out, so we can oh, we we're can gonna really identify which was better.
0: Yeah, we're gonna uh, do one of these shows, one of the the midweek specials, and we will uh, review the movie ahead of time because we can't fucking. I would love. I wish we could sit here and just air the movie and talk shit through the whole thing, but dude, that would be so good. That, be, that, that would be incredible. You know,
1: we should do that anyway, even if we don't broadcast it, even if we don't don't put it on the internet oh, just, anymore.
0: Just like we play should just it, do it, play it. Well, the thing is, is like, how do we do that then? because we, we we would have to have headphones in because I think it'll pick the audio up, and then we'll get a fucking.
1: Oh no! Like but I'm just saying that we don't post it forever. We just keep it and give it to our children. That's our gift. That's oh, their inheritance.
0: The legacy. Like they, they're, like, they're like, do we get
1: any money or property I, or your material goods? Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: son, you get to open you, the vault. Open you get the vault, son. son.
1: To watch this two and a half hour movie of your father and this other man watching the Zack Snyder original piece that was taken over by Joss Whedon and many people say we're butchered fortunately you have the complete set you also have this movie of your father and this other man watching the Zack snyder cut for
0: more hours of dc madness yep. it's like a total of eight hours you get their full commentary every <laughs> every piece of their commentary you get the original movie and you get the Zack snyder cut that's the legacy that's, that's what like we leave 10 behind hours for our that's children. like 10 hours of footage dude I, I
1: I can't think of anything of more value, to be honest. That's
0: that is legacy, my friend. That is something that could go on for probably ever. But that is that is a good thing uh, that we will think. You know, I what I think we're proposing is here in the near future. Both Dustin and I will watch the movie. Yep, and then. We will jump onto here We're going to talk We're going to not talk through the whole fucking movie But we're going to talk the highs, the lows And uh, before we we'll cut it so you don't have to deal with our silence and our the, it, Right, and then What we're going to do for you folks Absolutely free Free here on the Culture Jack podcast Is this You need to send in 19.99, And we're going to give you the Culture Jack <laughs> cut Before The Snyder Cut you know how much that costs studios? It's not gonna cost studios a damn thing, because we're gonna do it here on the Culture that, Check Podcast. That's right.
1: We are going to we are going to insert the extra scenes that are needed. Um we're gonna have to put Cheetah in the movie because that's the only only characters we play. Like we said, Wonder Woman and then Cheetah, uh, respectively. So uh there's just gonna be a lot of extra scenes with those two characters in it.
0: You just got to go with it though, guys. Just, you got to go with it. It's, it's free. It's innovative. It's new. And it's a culture Jack cut. (laughs) That's a
1: (laughs) Mike. What did, what did, what was the viral? There was a viral marketing campaign for the Snyder cut. That was, it was like, release the Snyder cut. And so we got to have released the the culture Jack cut or or something along those lines. That's right.
0: Um, Just And then we'll play the same song and get kicked off right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Remember they got kicked off for copyright.
1: Uh, I, I, I was listening to, um, Kevin Smith's podcast, uh, fat man on bat man or fat man beyond now. And he, uh, was he, they were, they were watching the trailer for the new justice league, Zack Snyder cut, and they got booted off of YouTube while they were streaming this podcast because of that that the song. The song. Yeah, the yeah. song got him into trouble. So
0: yeah, the uh the guys from Watchmen, because that's what oh Zack Snyder did the Watchmen too. I he forgot did. that. I forgot that. Zack Snyder
1: in- could do your Riffs movie. No. Come on. Well Alan okay, Moore. Okay. So hold, so I feel it. Well, I feel hold like hold your hold your judgment on whether okay. Zack Snyder can direct your Riffs movie until after you see the Snyder cut. How about that? That sounds fair. Okay. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so, so, but talk to kind of close out that conversation. So we are going to do that podcast when does it come out? March 31st, March 21st. March, yeah. It's March, March something. I think it's My like, second. well, it's like, let me look it up because we got to, we got to plan this cause it's going to be a two part deal. Cause we got to well, do if, pre if, if the pre people that are, and are listening post. and
1: watching want to, want to, be involved in the planning. They can just tune into one of our other brainstorming podcasts. Like we talked about, we're going, we're going to do a bunch of podcasts of us just tossing ideas back and forth. They can sit in on one of those. I mean, they don't have to, they don't have to be, you don't have to tell them now we could just keep
0: them. I was just trying to see, Oh, it just says March, 2021. Okay. Regardless. Yeah. So we will do the review of the, real deal and then we'll do the revision and then uh, we'll we'll go from there on that one. I think that'll be fun though. I I, I know. And if that, if that
1: works, we're going to do the matrix trilogy before the fourth matrix comes out as well.
0: We're going to do like each, we're going to have to do like one movie. No, I'm coming
1: to your house, man. And we're going to sit on the couch and we are going to binge these mothers and we're going to, uh,
0: that would be, we could, we could do that. I think we could do that. Yeah, <clears throat> that would be good. That would be, be a bomb. good one. I can't wait. Is what Matrix four. is, And you're out. all invited. <laughs> yep. Oh, you know, another one we can do. You know, another what? good one. Fucking Suicide Squad versus Suicide Squad. Oh, we could. We could. That would be because a good one.
1: David Ayer wants the Ayer cut. And I don't even think it's worth asking for an air cut with James Gunn doing an, another suicide squad like you're just gonna you're just gonna make yourself that's like bad bad sit down yeah. kid you, yeah you got, don't do it you got nothing don't James yeah. Gunn, he knows he knows these character superhero movies i think better than most of the people doing these superhero movies
0: today for for the way he tells his story I, right. I agree right. i agree yeah and for that cast of characters yes. i think it's the perfect way to tell that story absolutely and, yeah. well and he got a fucking badass cast too i mean, I
1: mean maybe we'll see I the mean, dude, the, but we're pretty confident
0: story. well they put i mean they've got that uh what's john cena's character's name peacemaker peacemaker i mean they've got uh they've got james gunn going over to hbo max to do something with that show too and i don't know i I think it, it could be wrong, but I think he'll probably direct some of the episodes, but more than likely he'll do some of the episodes and then he'll do like uh, the John Favreau and step back and be a, be a producer to make sure that shit's the way it should be. And he'll right. have, he'll have guests on there. Cause it works. I mean, like, look at, look at what fucking John Favreau did dude. that. I know I am, I, dude, you know, you know how happy that makes me though. Cause like I'm a You're John a big Favre. fan of the guy I am dude, his show chef. I like, I like. Like, you know, what Mowgli was, eh. but we, they all, they all have those movies. The Jungle Book? Yeah. I never saw it. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry.
1: I acted so uh, distraught, so offended. <laughs> how dare you, sir? Yeah. I just think I
0: seeing it. I, I, I just think it's a, uh, it's cool to see that, right? A guy that started off with Swingers with Vince, <laughs> you know, with Vince Vaughn that, uh, has just escalated to to what he's what he's become and what he's been able to contribute i mean like fuck dude who would have thought that that guy of all guys would be the director of iron man he's he's like he's
1: like one of um kevin feige's like like if kevin feige's the big boss like if he's the if he's the final boss of disney marvel then John Favreau Favreau. Favreau. <laughs> I know. I like, Favreau? Favreau? Is it Favreau? <laughs> he's he's like a he's like uh like a stage boss, like a level boss. Uh James Gunn is like a level boss. Who are the other level bosses? Ryan Kugler is like a, a level boss at this point. Who else did um oh
0: uh, uh, all- the the Takiti or what is that guy's name? Yeah, I'm uh Taika Watiti. Yeah, he's a Taika level boss. That dude's a beast. A, you know what? Taika Watiti also did a um, Mando episode, too. A couple of Mando. did he really? Yeah. Oh, I bet he did a good good job. Yeah, Robert Robert too. Rodriguez did a couple of episodes. Like that's cool. That's cool how,
1: how they do that in the TV shows. Because I know Kevin Smith has done some superhero shows, yep. like over on the CW for those very drama heavy shows, but um he's done some shows there. The uh and then the last level boss is going to be uh, Joe and Anthony Russo. Uh, oh, the Russo brothers. Yeah. Yeah. They're right, right before the final boss. And then Kevin Feige's got like two or three forms before you beat the game and get to uh, challenge Bob Iger. Is Bob Iger? He's not the president anymore. Someone else took over.
0: I don't yeah. know. But. Yeah. The Russo brothers. I You're right. And then you'll have like an old boss, like uh, or no, that's not even Marvel, never mind. I was gonna say Christopher Nolan's like the 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 side, maybe he's the side helper. He wants you to infiltrate, <laughs> he wants you to infiltrate the MCU. That would make sense yeah. because oh yeah, right? So because yeah. then it would be DC infiltrating. So you were
1: playing a DC character in this fantasy game that we're making right now, and you've got Zach Snyder. He's, yep. he's he's one the, of the he's
0: like the golem. He's the yeah. golem. He's your helper golem that comes in and gives you shit every once in a while. And you're like,
1: fuck, Zack Snyder's and then back. He, and then he comes back and he takes it back and he's like, This, this isn't really. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get another one ready because I think I gotta, it'd I gotta, be better. I gotta
0: fix it, guys. I gotta yeah, yeah, fix it. Yeah, this it. is he's like this I, isn't right yet. I need
1: the gun. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Nolan. He's yep. he's uh he's an ally that you can recruit. You know, yep. yeah, it's a co-op game, but he's he's like um just uh, an NPC character that you can recruit and he can help you. Help you fight. That's uh, good. You got, you got Josh Whedon.
0: You Josh, got Josh to- Whedon.
1: Josh, yeah, he he dies early on in the <laughs> oh in the narrative. God. He he doesn't make it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh Josh my we, Yeah, he. Uh, what happens to Josh Whedon? Yeah, I think I think Kevin Feige directly murderizes
0: <laughs> Josh Whedon. That's a, that's a cut scene.
1: Oh, because Josh Whedon was the Avengers as well, so he was part of kevin feige's team then he moved over to our team as the heroes kevin feige never forgave him and he crushed him for it and then we're out for revenge and that's where our story yep. starts
0: and then you got todd phillips the director of the joker
1: yeah what would he yeah, man
0: he's just like a he's, puppet master dude or like he's like he, a he, vendor yeah he's like a puppet he'll send the uh, joker to help you you remember in those old uh, like Spider-Man games How like Moonlight would jump out And help you for two minutes uh, Todd Phillips pops his head out and sends you people
1: Was Moon Knight in the old Spider-Man games? I think so Like the side-scroller beat him up once?
0: Yeah, I think he would jump in Like Spider-Man Maximum Carnage I'm pretty Dude. sure he had like a, a cameo? Yeah, where like they would jump in for a few minutes And then you're like, oh, he's here to help me <laughs> While you're getting the shit beat out. those were great games too man.
1: do you remember the x-men side scroller game like the beat up beat em up game it was like an arcade game you could have four players in it
0: vague like vaguely man that was so good you yes. could pick nightcrawler
1: and you could teleport all around yeah the spider man game yeah, was one of the, the first ones it. i got to play on a bigger tv yeah
0: spider like i feel like spider man is probably one of the one of the biggest superhero games it has been dude because like if yeah. you remember like the og spider-man super nintendo shit mm-hmm. and then like the playstation stuff and then they got dude they got bruce campbell to narrate spider-man like how fucking awesome is that did you ever play any of those games no bruce bruce campbell narrated games yeah no you didn't know that no i had no idea yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you what? Had, yeah, you had Bruce Campbell narrate, do narration in I, I believe it was two games, maybe three games. So you had him doing the narration, and then the new like, and then there's several after that, and then the new Miles Morales game has had incredible uh, reviews. Like a lot of people said, it's a great game. The one on PS5, I well, I I just
1: I just beat uh, the Spider Man that was released on PS4 like a couple of months ago, it, uh, it was a good game. It, I mean, you played the the Batman Arkham games yeah. or one or two of them anyway, yep. probably.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it's like that. It's got the same style, you know, the enemies they crowd around you and then you just direction joystick and button toward that guy or this guy, you got a reaction button. So you get the spider sense and then you hit the reaction button, you react to that guy who's attacking you in some way. And then it's got a it's got a pretty interesting story. Um, you can see it coming a mile away. Like it's not not anything earth shattering. And I could probably talk about it on this podcast now because it wouldn't be spoilers for anyone out there. But I bet it'd be a spoiler for you there, Anthony. So I'm not going to ruin it for you if you someday want to pick it up. But it's a good I game. App- I
0: appreciate that, friend.
1: Dude, there's a lot of good games on PlayStation Four. Like <laughs> I know we talk about Xbox all the time. But I have slept on so many PlayStation 4 games, like Horizon Zero Dawn,
0: The Last of Us, Part 2. I was going to say The Last of Us. And I, I, well, I bought the, play. What I think I got a PlayStation 4 Pro. It's like brand fucking, I'm pretty, it's either, I think it's a pro, I could be wrong. But my PlayStation is like brand new. I think I've played like one game on it. And the reason I bought it, like, look, I bought the system. Same same day, I bought the uh, Last of Us, and then I bought God of War, uh, four or five or whatever the last one was, and I was like, "This is it, man!" I never even fucking played it, but uh, those were always and Gran Turismo. Those were always. Dude, have you seen
1: the videos for the new Gran Turismo?
0: Yeah. I still now because I can't. No, know it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, so is the new Forza Motorsports though. Right. No,
1: no. I don't mean to yeah. detract from our, our Xbox allegiance. No, no. but there's
0: no, yeah. uh, I've been a huge fan of both. You know, first it was uh Gran Turismo when I was a kid, dude, that game was just so amazing. It still is. I mean, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, like, uh, now, when I watch that, though, it sucks because I'm like a kid looking into into a, a toy shop like you'd see on a, like a Macaulay Culkin movie from the 90s. Uh-huh. Sure. Because <laughs> I'm not going to fucking buy it. I can't buy it. Like, I'm an idiot. For the most part, I'm a fucking idiot. And I I, I agree uh, wholeheartedly, but go thank, on. Th- thank you. <laughs> um, I can't buy another PlayStation, dude, because. Same. I, I just like like I said, I this thing is still brand fucking new. I got brand new games that have never even they, right. they haven't even been played. And it's like, uh, at the time, the the hype got me. The like dude, I, I watched so many hours of gameplay on on each one of those games I just discussed. I it built it up. I'm like, Last of Us won like a million fucking awards and it's right. like the best game ever created and all this shit. Even The Last of Us Two also did extremely well, piqued my interest, and was like, Oh, I gotta do this thing. And I just didn't do it. So at this time and for the foreseeable future, I will not be buying a PlayStation.
1: Well, I mean, we've we've got that back catalog on the PlayStation 4 that yeah. both you and I said we've got games to play. Yeah. Um and who knows what the future will hold. I don't anticipate buying a PlayStation 5. I just, I just don't. Like you said. Cause I've got game pass, you know, man, I've got hundreds of games that I could play games for golds, giving me four new ones every month that I haven't, I haven't beat every four of those since I've had the system. So I've got hundreds of games to play. If I want, I could play nonstop until the day I die and probably never get bored with the games I just have right now. Um, so maybe at some point in four or five years, when the PlayStation five, Mini Mini comes out. And, you know, it's a it's a thumb drive that you just put into your TV. Maybe I'll get one then and and play some of the, the newer back catalog, I guess. But I don't anticipate it. I just don't. There's just so, there's so much. So, much, especially with the Bethesda ZeniMax acquisition by Microsoft, there's going to be so much shit on the Microsoft side that, yeah, I'm probably going to miss out on some things on PlayStation, but they're probably going to miss out on some things on this side, too. So. That's, that's how the, it goes.
0: That's the trade-off, though. Man. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, like the reality, though. Well, it depends. I guess it depends on your lifestyle. That's really the deterring fact. The, the determining factor is, you know, whatever lifestyle you have. Do you have kids? Do you not have kids? Do you? I do. You know what? What? What have you? For me, <laughs> um, I just don't have enough fucking time. Like I, I want to. I want to do this, but realistically, I mean, like playing Cyberpunk right now, Call of Duty cold war playing some of the games for or or the stuff on game pass i downloaded moto gp that fucking game is hard as shit um just just to try it just to have some fun sure um you know i've done that i've done that kind of thing and i'm completely satisfied with with everything i have at this time so um let me ask you a, a quick question well one would think it's quick, but maybe, maybe, Bring maybe it on. Yeah, l- let me ask you another question here. And then I think we'll, uh, we'll maybe wrap this episode up and that is, all right, fine. <laughs> well, we, we, <laughs> we took this, we took this turn into gaming and I've looked into this several times over and uh, I want to talk kind of future state because right now uh, Xbox does not offer its uh, gaming stuff for, uh, apple ios anyways at this time as we know apple has significantly ramped up its gaming applications it's just been a huge thing it's part of the m1 migration also what have you um android has the xbox right that is right
1: android X Cloud.
0: or xcloud there you yep. go um i'm not sure what playstation is doing and i'm not sure w- what's happening with some of these other ones but my question is, is the portable gaming, the, the mobile portable gaming, is that coming back again? Because I feel like it comes back out, disappears, comes back out, disappears. I'm not talking about cell phone games. I'm talking about true video games on whether it's your cell phone or not can be argued. But, you know, like I had two versions of the PlayStation uh, Portable. Yes, and P- I, yeah I love the PSP dude when I had it man mm-hmm. but at the time it was cutting edge now <laughs> you don't want one that shit's right. slow you're gonna be in there forever right. um, but my question is you know and Nintendo to some degree answers it the Switch because I think they Nintendo was onto something but is there a space for the portable gaming to where whether you have an Xbox controller in your hand like I've seen the photos of they even have like adapters and shit
1: Oh, with the phone attached to it. Yeah. And then like,
0: yeah, to where you're like sitting here with your controller. And then like, I think it like clicks up here and you can yeah. sit, there and, oops, um, sit there and play. Um, or they've got the NVIDIA one that Xbox is. It's like fucking you hook the controllers to the side. So it's got, I've like seen Cap that as well. Yep. Something like Ooh, that, man. These are good mock-ups, dude. Do you like that? that yeah, that was really good. nice. <laughs> that yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is, is, Do you, A, does that pique your interest at all being being able to game at some, you know, game with, I guess, with a higher value gaming setup, whether it's your cell phone or what have you, because you know your cell phone's got a good screen and can do the graphics or whatever. But does that pique your interest or do you feel like it's just going to come back out and then go right back out the door?
1: I, I think that there's not going to be another, um, uh, I think there's not going to be another dedicated portable system. I don't think there's going to be an- another dedicated, um, vice that's exclusive to that. Meaning, you know, your Nintendo switch is portable, but yes, it's also you dock it and you play it on your TV. Like it's a, it's a multi, it's a multifunction accessory. Uh, the Xbox, you can play it on your TV or directly download those games from the cloud and play on your phone with one of the two controller adapt ad, uh, adapters that you were talking about. Um, but I, myself, I just, for me, I don't, I don't do much portable gaming anymore because if we're driving somewhere where I would normally be chilling, playing a game, I'm typically the guy driving. Uh, you If we're, if I'm flying on a plane somewhere, I'm typically sleeping because that's what I do. Those are teleportation devices. I get in the plane, I put my head on the window and then I wake up somewhere else. I mean, I, do they even go in the air? So for me, it's not like a thing that I need. Uh, I can see maybe if I can get my games streamed quickly from my TV to my phone instead, like if I had to take a quick trip to the John or something and I was just like boom I'm right in and I can play for you know 5 minutes or however long it takes to do whatever I'm doing in there and then back out back to the TV again maybe I don't know but I I I think I think there is is a market for it like everyone else that's driving with me everyone that's in the back seat my kids they could probably use something like that I'm sure they'd love it you know I don't know I, is there something? Is like, is that dedicated mobile platform a place that you see yourself?
0: No, I. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I keep reading into this stuff. I was at the store the other day and I was like looking at it. I'm, I'm just so unsure. Is mm. the thing, and that's that's the reason I wanted to bring it up. I'm like, man, I, I, I like the idea. You know, like I said, I had the PlayStation. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. I used it on planes, uh, when I worked remotely at night, I would, I would, you know, pop a game in before bed and just jam out on that for a few minutes. Uh, but I also have so much entertainment shit on my phone that I don't know. Um, I think it's a cool idea, but I do think they need to figure the shit out. Like if I can play a PlayStation or or an Xbox game fluidly on my phone, um, with without restraint without any kind of bullshit then i think it would be cool um you know because like playing cyberpunk yeah if you're waiting for you know waiting for someone or if you were in a car or if you're you know maybe you're at your aunt's house and you know you're over there to help and you had some downtime whatever i mean it could be a million different reasons shit you could be sitting on your couch and your wife's watching desperate housewives and you don't want to watch it (laughs) But at least you get to sit there, right? There's not
1: a reality where I don't want to watch Desperate Housewives. Let's I know. be
0: honest. That's why I threw that out there for you, friend. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But until it gets to that point, I will not be investing anything into it because I've got enough shit. It's just like, it's almost like the Xbox and the PlayStation, like we just talked about, like on my phone alone with audible and podcasts and, and, uh, YouTube and real movie like like actual movies I I have stored on there and uh, dude there's so much shit on my phone that I don't know that I need video games but the thought of um playing video games recently has crossed my mind as a uh maybe a closer for this episode uh trying not to spend as much time on social media for me is is a goal of mine for, for 2021. Um, and not in the sense of like, if I'm doing productive things, if I'm promoting uh, the Culture Jack podcast, like that to me is not, that that to me is just, that's a use case, right? It's not just relentless fucking skimming. It's not
1: using you, you're using it.
0: Right, right. Sure. And, and I'm not, I don't care about likes or any of that because I have a mission. My mission is to, you know, do this or do that. Um, and, and that's great. Uh, but collectively I'd like to step back and that's where, you know, I, I have found myself ever since watching the social dilemma, talking to you about it, talking about it on the podcast. I've taken a lot of that into consideration. I'm like, fuck, it's true. You know, it's so true that like I naturally go on there, not, not even intentionally. Like I've found myself where I had a couple of minutes in between things and Next thing you know, I'm like, why the fuck am I on Facebook? Or why am I, why am I even on Instagram? Like, I don't need to be on there. I was just on there like 20 minutes ago, an hour ago skimming. And it's like, you know, I don't know. I'm just going off.
1: (laughs) I, I had a thought about your, uh, your, your portable gaming and then you were talking about the social media stuff. I don't have as many thoughts about that. I, I agree. Um, But as far as the portable gaming goes and it being like a next step or something in the future future has in store, I think that instead of thinking about it as like a separate thing, it'd probably be more appropriate to think about it as an extra feature to an Xbox or to a PlayStation or to an online service like Stadia or Luna that those systems and those ecosystems that do not have the ability for you to pull a game off and play on your phone or play it on your TV and then play it on your smart fridge. Those are going to be the the places that are, are left behind because I think that it's just another selling point. Like, Hey, we're Microsoft. We have game pass. Hey, we have games for gold. Hey, we have X cloud. These are all the things that come to you, when you get the Microsoft package, and it, I think, yeah, it's just going to be like another feature. It's not necessarily, I think, going to be its own innovative thing or ever be as uh, unique a thing like it was with the Game Boy and the DS.
0: So, so uh, to I, I guess uh, enhance kind of what you're saying there. It's yeah. it would be like what it'd be like what Netflix is to where it's Like we don't give a shit what device you have. You watch a computer, a television, a cell phone, any kind of cell phone. We don't give a shit. You're going to want you want to watch Desperate Housewives. You can watch it on anything you want, dude. <laughs> like, but you got that. You have to have the Netflix subscription. Right.
1: They want you. They want you at their house party. They don't care what snacks you're using. They're just they. <laughs> I said snacks and then using. And so it sounded like a euphemism for drugs. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't care what snacks, snacks. you're doing. Right. Uh, as long as you're at the house party, man. And I think Phil Spencer, the the CEO of Microsoft has said as such, like he, he wants you playing Xbox games. He wants you in the Microsoft universe. I'm sure the Sony CEO has said much the same. I'm sure the guy that runs Nintendo has said, yeah, we want you on Nintendo platforms. We want you playing Mario, whether it's on your phone or it's on your switch. We want you here with us. So right. I think it's just kind of that um, a diversity of availability that, that they want you for.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and they're still trying to figure the shit out because they haven't, no one's done True. it successfully yeah. yet. I mean, Microsoft or, or Sony, those are your two, the two big boys in the, in the uh, marketplace. Right.
1: And streaming only works as well as the systems that support it. Like there is not high speed internet everywhere no i mean that's a piece of the puzzle that's going to need to be solved before any of these streaming innovations become really mainstream i hate to pun it up like that but you know until people have access to it it's not going to be like the premium draw to your
0: service yeah no you're right you're absolutely right because well and especially on those bigger games you if you're on the bus you hit a you hit a uh a dark spot in the internet right bam i mean because th- that does suck though right like as if you yeah. want the service to be what it's supposed to be um unless they dial it in and then they let you download because yeah. they can they can do that these phones phones today especially if we're talking specifically about phones today are the memories you know very common for 128 gig 256 gig and odd, right so you've got the capacity, I mean, and then you just pull, you know, like what you do on an Xbox, Hey, I want to download it. Or if you want to play, that'd be another option. Yeah. You know, on your wifi or your friend's wifi or whatever. And you're like, Ooh, hey, I'm just going to, you know, do this thing. Um, then it's okay. But you're, you're absolutely right. Cause that's, that is one of the services and because it's buffering and because it's got so much more, uh, connect, uh, requirements for connection, that like if it was buffering all the time like dude it would not work it just people would be like, fuck this i don't want to play i don't want to kind of play a game um i want to play a game or unless you're in the city right with your five, house
1: right next to the 5g tower getting right. the getting the cancer and the good gaming streaming That's all right. at the same place i mean someone out in like in my case rural alaska it's it's not to me, it's not a viable a, option yet,
0: right, right. It's just not a possibility. So, that's yeah. I guarantee we will see that at some yeah. point in the near future. Once the whole Sony thing goes, whatever they're doing. Once Microsoft figures out Apple, because like I said, Apple's ramping up their gaming stuff. But
1: when Elon we'll Musk gets his, uh, gets his 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 Wi-Fi cloud to cover the Earth or whatever the whatever the hell that man's doing. Uh, that's that's when all of these streaming internet-dependent technologies will really flourish.
0: Yeah, and then technology. Yeah, that's true. All right. Hell of an episode, my friend. Hell of an episode. That uh, wraps this midweek special up, folks. We appreciate you guys checking it out. And uh, we're going to keep trying to uh, do these and some other things that we've got planned and are conjuring at the culture jack podcast so as always we appreciate uh, you guys tuning in today dustin you have any closers any anything you want to close on today buddy i'll see you sweet babies on friday for the friday show absolutely that's it thank you for tuning in check out the friday show monday madness and everything in between